Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome back to the Cyber Law Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Pollock, cybersecurity attorney at Whiteford, Taylor, and Preston, and as always, I'm happy to have you back. Great questions, comments recently, keep them coming. Call me at 410-917-5189 or email me at spollock, that's P as in Paul, O-L-L-O-C-K at WTPlaw.com. So another day in the cyber world, more attacks, more questions, more companies having to deal with these traumatic events, and more laws impacting companies and compliance. So today, let's dive into two aspects. First, it's going to be regulatory overreach, and then we're going to talk just briefly about those first initial action steps you need to take if you get hit with a ransomware attack. So first, let's dive into what I call regulatory overreach, or basically classic big government. And I'm not getting political. I mean, I'm not saying liberal or conservative. Simply talking about when I believe the government has begun to take too many steps to interfere in commercial activity without justification. And we see this when new laws come about. Because regulators at that point almost get a godlike syndrome where they believe they can do what they want, when they want, and how they want it because they haven't been challenged yet. Unfortunately, in the cyber world, this is rampant, especially with new laws surrounding financial or insurance. And I'm not going to name names, but there are a couple particular states out there who believe that they are the nationwide law now, and that any organization that is operating within their jurisdiction, automatically that law takes precedent over all other state laws. So to give you an example, company is now in state X and has agreed and gotten a license in whichever industry. They live in state Y. They have a breach that doesn't involve citizens, uh, residents of that first state, but involves citizens of state Y. Well, that first state, the one with the regulations and where the company got their license, comes out and says, okay, well, you need to tell us everything that happened. So the company complies, tells them, but also informs that there's no residents of that state involved. So they have no data breach obligations. But wait, no. That state now says, we don't really care where those residents are. We're the strictest law in this country, and now you have to give notifications across the board, no matter if the other states involved don't have that strict requirement. So let's go a little deeper. What are these strict requirements? Well, that first state that we we're talking about, maybe they say, only you only have to have access rather than access and acquisition of that personal data. Well, that really just means if someone sees that data, you have to give notification. Let's jump to state Y, where our resident lives. That state says you have to have acquisition too. So the data actually has to be taken. So a less strict standard. So going back to our example, you have a data breach or an alleged data breach where this highly regulated state 
is saying, well, we don't care about statewide regulations. We don't care that the impacted resident lives in statewide. You have to give them notification. If not, we're going to hit you with heavy fines, heavy penalties. We're going to splash you across the news with this. I mean, it is patently absurd. It is. And the problem is we haven't had someone challenge it yet. Because if you challenge it, you're spending an immense amount of money to litigate the issue, to create a precedent. And understandably, most people don't want to be on the forefront of a precedent, especially the wrong side of a precedent. And then what happens afterwards is any lawyer that takes up the cause is almost a pariah to these regulators who then seek punishment towards them and remember them and will go after their clients in the future. And that's an issue. It's a huge issue. And it's not talked about enough. And we need to rein in these regulators. And it shouldn't take somebody picking up the banner and charging. It shouldn't. You know, you would hope that these regulators actually see this and come off the ivory tower and maybe join us in the trenches and understand what they're doing is incredibly unreasonable and unjust, but they don't. They enjoy the power. I mean, this goes back to almost the founding of this country, where one of the founders said that men are not angels. You know, the gatekeepers, checks and balances need to be more fully enforced. But unfortunately, it shouldn't take citizens challenging this and then facing the wrath of these regulators. And it fires me up because, you know, my clients are suffering because of this. And I know they're not just my clients. And a solution is, if people aren't going to challenge it, there needs to be a mass exodus from these states. You know, free market, capitalism. The best way to teach others and to show others that you're disapproving is either by voting, suing, or leaving the state. And if you get a mass exodus, I guarantee you the, the state legislator in these states might change their mind about how we're doing things because we just count, can't count on them to do what's right. You know, I will caveat this and say I understand that the purpose behind these laws, these strict laws, are to protect people, protect their information against this rampant uh, cyber war. I get that. I really do. But we have a thing called state rights. And I would be more understanding if residents impacted were in these strict states and applying the law in those states. That makes sense. But the whole purpose of state rights is have that, having that sovereignty. It's what makes our country great. It's what makes our country unique. You know, because we both have the federal government and state governments. So for another state to start imposing their will on other states has to stop. So that's my rant of the day. Let's shift to a more practical topic. Specifically, what are those first crucial, critical steps you take if you get hit with that ransomware attack? You open your computer. You've got that lovely note from these ransomware groups saying, we've encrypted your systems. We've taken your data. Ha, ha, ha. Pay us money. What's the first things you need to do? The first steps to me is don't panic. Take a deep breath. You're not alone. Second step, don't start wiping information. I know you need to get back up and running. I know you need to get business operations going, but don't do that. We need that forensic evidence. Third step, 
If you have cyber insurance, call your carrier simultaneously. Call the attorney that you have already retained before this and who understands your systems, understands your protocols, understands your people. I mean, this goes back to the preparation stage. I'm assuming that you've already had this attorney in place and even a forensic company in place that you practice with them so they can literally hit the ground running. Seconds, minutes is huge with this. The longer the delays, the more problematic. I emphasize getting cyber insurance, but sometimes the insurer takes a little while to get you to someone qualified. So if you've got someone qualified already ready, and better yet, written into your policy, it's seamless. So you call that attorney, you call that insurer. They come in, they're going to bring that forensic company, and they're going to immediately jump into the forensics aspect. It needs to be seamless. It needs to be quick. It needs to be effective. Precision strikes. This is not a long-term battle you're fighting here. This is a specific pitched engagement where you need to be very precise and very quick. And it all goes back to preparation. Prepare, prepare, prepare. We need to be able to mitigate these harms to the best of our abilities. Because unfortunately, the cyber war is going to keep continuing. It's keeping. It's going to keep getting worse. And the only way to combat it is the preparation. So keep preparing. Call me. Questions, comments, email me. 410-917-5189 or spollock at wtplaw.com. Going to be bringing some interesting speakers in the next month. And looking forward to it. Appreciate your time and have a great morning, great afternoon, or great evening. And see you on the next episode.